You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Turn 34 and still wear your 03 sweater like it's cool. Go <laughs> pirates! Is cool. Yes, that's what I'm doing right now because this is the year I just say fuck it. Do you ever just have like an article of clothing you just can't get rid of? Yes, because I mean, just comfortable. Yeah, and this review 03. You know what? I wear this inside out to the gym on cardio days because I don't want people <laughs> to know how old I am. Well, you're, you know, well, no, I, I was going to say, well, you're down river, but you're not. So you don't, you don't even have to run into anybody. It's true. But then people are like, because if I wore it, <laughs> if I wore that hoodie, see, I'm still down river where we went to high school. Oh, yeah, so if I wore it, it'd be like the day where everybody from our school was there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's like that. Oh, she's still wearing that uh, senior hoodie. It's like that meme, like you, you know, you get all dressed up, you got your full makeup on, you don't see anybody. You go in your pajamas to the drugstore and it's like a fucking high school reunion. I mean, that happens to me every... Well, I never wear makeup anymore, but... <laughs> but seriously, like, you'll be looking all cute. Day of Not see a damn soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yup. <laughs> go to the gas station and a man offers you money and you don't, and you don't have any makeup on or anything. And you're like, is it because he thinks I'm cute as a troll or because he thinks that I'm homely? <laughs> what kind of cute are we talking like, are we talking like, you feel bad for me, cute? Like, oh, look at that little scruff. <laughs> like, That's gruff. <laughs> look at that scruff. That little scruff. She's trying guy. to make it still. She's trying to make it still. <laughs> she's still. She's still trying to hang on. <laughs> Poor child thinks she has a chance. <laughs> Here's a dollar. You want a dollar? Oh, you want? You want my dollar? Pumping gas in public. Look at her still trying to work it. Bitch, get back in the car. <laughs> she goes, who pumps gas anymore? <laughs> Pumping gas in public. Oh, Technology. Technology. Uh, so I got to tell a horror story real quick. So we didn't do the watch list for like two weeks in a row because now I wasn't gone for two weeks in a row. Like it was June 3rd, last Monday. And we were supposed to do the podcast, but I was stuck in the buttfuck hills of West Virginia. Let me take you back. So, <laughs> we me take you back. Let's travel back in time, shall we? Where's the Dream music? sequence. So, um, we drove from Detroit. We drove 10 hours to Richmond, Virginia to do this show. Mind you, we didn't do a gangbusters. I mean, I like Richmond. It's nice. It kind of reminds me of Detroit, actually. Um and, uh, I mean, we did decent, you know, maybe seven, $800. And we're coming back. Now, mind you, there's all sorts of weird shit happening on this trip. So we get there the first night. And that night, 
there is like a hurricane style hailstorm that we get caught in. Oh, well, sh- driving or? Yeah, driving to the hotel. Oh, come on. So we park <laughs> and we're like, we can't even get out. Like the yeah. hail is the size of baseballs yeah. and it's rocking the van. And I'm like, oh my God, we're going to get killed. Yeah, because it we, will bust open your windshield. Oh, God, you know? yeah. That's one. Like, oh we my did God, have we a, move. a bad storm that same day because I remember you posted it on Snapchat, the video. Yeah. But not like the hail that you guys had. So it, so was it did hit here everywhere. too, but not like the, the huge hail. Dude, it was it was intense. And we had to get out of the car to get into the hotel, obviously. Oh, so you guys were getting pelted by like golf ball size Dude, balls yeah. of hail. Yeah. And I I was <laughs> screaming. Says, I was screaming because I'm drenched. And I'm trying like I can't even see anything. And like so we run in. And so that's one of the things. And then uh gosh, what else? Uh, this I can't say his name, but <laughs> He, Bob, Bob, we'll call him Bob. Bob was on the trip, and he gets nauseous on long car rides. This is my first time meeting oh, him. No. <laughs> this poor little stout kid, big beard, you know, wears suspenders, yeah! and he, dude, when he gets car sick, he gets emotional too. Oh no! So he's crying and throwing yes! off. Oh Jesus! He was so going like, wait, what? He cries when he what? He when he gets nauseous, like he gets oh, emotional. No. Like, there will be a tear in his eye, and then he'll go, oh, oh, oh my God, that's so oh. awful. Were you sitting right next to him? Yeah, and, like, we could not, <laughs> we could not help it. And, like, I mean, we're you, sitting. How can you? She's like, please do Nobody not can help me. I know, we're at Wendy's. Like, we stopped, and he's still car sick, and he's right next to Jason, and he's going, oh. <laughs> you're like, oh. you're, you're at Wendy's thinking, like, it's impossible not to laugh. We were dying. We're I like, mean, you sound just like Pooh Bear. <laughs> You, you let's get let's get real. You were at Wendy's and you're like, how bad would it be if we left him here? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Do you think that he can ride from someone? <laughs> like that's the thing. Like he kept having how bad luck too. Like from here. If we pulled <laughs> away, he probably went like, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, oh, and he goes. He openly goes. I get emotional when I get nauseous, but oh, and I'm like, oh my oh, god. No. He's single, isn't he? I would yeah. have been crying, I would have been laughing so oh, hard. Oh, yeah. Dude, God, what else happened to this kid? Poor guy. Like, he's a great kid. But, I like, we went laugh, out to but... breakfast, and he asked for his eggs, what, over over medium or something like that? And they came out runny as hell the first oh. time. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> so he sends them back, and they bring him out eggs that are still runny as hell. <laughs> and I can't even argue, dude. I'm like, that sucks. And all he had left was, like, toast, and they took his and bacon away. <laughs> Well, they took his bacon away Why? the first time because, well, they took it with the plate and didn't bring back more bacon. They just oh, brought no. egg. They was sitting there with some dry Those ass toast. Guys. And everybody goes, why don't you just have them come out and punch you in the dick? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I'm not even getting to the part where we got stuck. So. And then. And then. Coming home. Um, we, gosh, it, I, I was asleep in the back or trying to. I had a sheet over my head. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't sleep in the light either. I can't. It's like, impossible. I had a black sheet in my head. Like, mm. yeah. Mm. Wait, were you were you in the light? No. Well, <laughs> right. No. <I> can <laughs> she goes no. Traffic lights. <laughs> yeah, I can street see lights. Street lights. Car lights. Radio lights. So all of a sudden I hear, oh shit! I'm like, oh, oh my god! No, he threw up. No, no, <laughs> worse. <laughs> 
so much worse. Somebody had left a giant dead deer carcass in the middle of the road, and you can't see until you're right up on it. So the driver's instinct, because I mean, he didn't know what else to do, and we're in a van that's like kind of a lowrider, was to straddle it with the car. <laughs> and it now immediately, boom, power steering goes out. The car starts shaking. Can't even turn the steering wheel hardly. The car starts smoking. It smells like burning flesh so bad because there's deer guts. We're dragging deer guts everywhere. Wait, so he hit it and then he moved so that it would be... He ran over it, like literally like thought, well, it'll pass through the tires. Like in between them, he straddled it. So instead of just like swerving and hitting it with the tire, he just rode the whole thing over it. And it tore up the entire bottom. And, of course, he's kicking himself. And I'm like, dude, it was a last-second decision, <laughs> man. Like, what if, like, we hit it with the tire, broken axle there, tire flies off, we die? You know, like, you never know. So we pull into this Exxon gas station in the middle of nowhere that's closed. Of course, we all have to go to the bathroom. So we're going in the woods behind this Exxon gas station. You know, this is how horror movies start. Two o'clock in the morning. Of course, the nauseous kid's like, oh, I got to poop. <laughs> oh, he did not. Of course. Yes. He's like, uh, I got to poop. <laughs> like, okay. I go, well, what? well, then go over there and poop. Then, like, what are you going to wipe yourself with? He goes, there's, there's nap gas station. Like, there's napkins at the gas pumps. So he used the gas pump napkins to wipe his Oh, you know his asshole was still so dirty. Like, come like, on. Whoa, what does that smell? Is that, that ain't deer carcass, sorry. No, that's, like, dude, uh-huh. thank God the deer carcass was strong. Oh, my God. This <laughs> poor Jesus, kid. that guy, he's got, like, a stomach of an infant. Like, it fucking nothing stays down. Come oh. on. Oh. Poor guy. So... And, and I'm like, I'm thanking God that I don't have to poop because normally, like in that situation, just give me a look, like, oh, I got a shit. So, <laughs> so then, gosh, what? Okay, so then we're calling wreckers at like two in the morning. You know, twenty four hour wreckers are like, we, you're like really far from us. Where, are, like, what are you next to, dude? We're from out of town. A deer. And we're next, we're to, next to a deer. A yeah, dead for one. Dead we ran over it. <laughs> Seriously. And then finally, an hour later, AAA comes through and they're like, we found somebody three three miles away. They're super nice. They come with not only the tow truck, but another truck to take us all to a motel. Long story short, let's see what happened to the motel. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, the one thing that happened is kind of mild, but you go ahead and add to the shit pile. Um, I made us all get out. Of the motel and walk. Because I'm like, it's like uh-huh. 90 degrees. It's sunny. We're not going to get this in Detroit. Like, come on, guys. I made us walk down the freeway <laughs> to a Taco Bell. And the Taco Bell fountain drinks, like all of them, like the, all the fountain machines were like shut down. So they- Oh, no. <laughs> I almost stuck with water. Water or you, had, you could get canned Pepsi. That's <sighs> it. So it was like, just add it to the pot. It's all comical at this point. So then it was Monday night. Now, mind you, Tuesday was my birthday. Monday night, and I had just called off my second day back at work. I had right. only worked one day. Monday would have been my second. And it's kind of hard to go to work if you're not in the same state. So there's that. There's that. <laughs> so they call at 5 o'clock on Monday night, and they're like, yeah, 
we're not going to have a car ready until tomorrow morning. And I'm like, oh, hell no. You can stay <laughs> one more hour. Are you serious? Like, we got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Jason. I go, Jason, we got to get out of here. I'm sorry. Like, I got to work. It's it's only my third day back. I can't call off again. So I'm like, I'm calling an Uber. <laughs> and we're going to our Hertz rent a car. It would have cost. Now, Uber is just not a thing. It would have cost $80. Mind you, there's no drivers at that moment. $80 to get into town. And then $300 because all Hertz Rent-A-Car had left were pickup trucks. So I'm like, it's going to cost me $400 to get out of this town. Oh, my God. So I called my office manager and had a (laughs) meltdown. And, of course, she was understanding because, like, what are you going to do? It's a freak accident. She's like, I'm just glad that you're all alive, that it wasn't a live deer, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll come back in the room after being on the phone in the parking lot. And (laughs) our buddy goes, when was your birthday Thursday? I go, it's tomorrow. <laughs> He's like, oh, God, it's was all right. <laughs> uh, but we are here now. Drove home Tuesday. Got home by like 4 o'clock. Was able to take my 6 o'clock appointment. And you worked on your birthday? I did. Oh, I did. What the heck? I went in for my 6 You're o'clock. You're a trooper. I mean, it was it was already there was nothing going on that day. You got trust there me. back at four, and you worked at six. Yep. <laughs> yep. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh. anyway, <clears throat> so that's my <laughs> oh, story. Oh, I got emotional. That poor, like I sound like I'm making fun of him. But he was laughing too, but he is the sweetest <clears throat> kid, and I just felt bad for him. I'm like, oh my god. Listen, honestly, if he were with somebody. And didn't have those issues that was having those issues. I would imagine it's really hard not to laugh in that situation. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to do it. And <laughs> if anybody can, like, well, then you're a better person than me. You'd have to be the motherly type. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh. Here, use my shirt. Oh. Wipe your face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I'd even go on this trip and I'm like. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'd have been like, you can get your ass out of the car right now. <laughs> like, Puking on the side of the road, you are. <laughs> oh, Holly. Uh, like, this kid, you gotta go. <laughs> Is that the Pink Panther in your purse? Yeah. Do-do. One of my Do-do. old coworkers Do-do. brought it Do-do. to me today along with the rose. <gasps> what? Ooh. I'm now. Single oh. again. Uh-huh. Back on the prowl. Thought it was perfect. I don't know how. Sorry. Who's that? <laughs> That's Trina. Oh. It was one of her lesser known singles. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, congratulations. I like it. Thank you. I'm just going to give myself. Yeah. I'm, right, now. I'm done now. Should I hope not? <laughs> Casey looks at you like, what the hell? Why not? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Speak for yourself. <laughs> one at a time. One at a time. <laughs> live through you. Come on. Right. Is this social going to be how Jess got her groove back? I mean, <gasps> ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. See? <laughs> she goes, well, if you put it like that. Sure. If, no, if, but that could be a show. If you know. I think. I don't know. How Jess can get her groove back, call 248-579-5260. We're in Studio 3 again. 248-579-5260. No matter what we're talking 5260. about. <laughs> if you think you can help Jess get her groove back. I like how you said, you. You. You think you got a sexy enough voice? 
Yeah. Keep calling. You can call it. That actually does matter. I'm not even going to lie. I am. I learned recently that I'm attracted to men's voices. Yeah. If they have a good enough sounding voice, I'm like, oh, that's hot. You would like. Isn't that weird? You would like David no. J. Fielding. So I don't I, think that's am weird. I, okay. Because... So I'm not the only person that's like that. If a dude had a squeaky voice, like, I don't think I could date him. Did you like Zordon you know? from the Power Rangers? <laughs> what? Because I, I met him over the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, he was he, he the bad Power one. Rangers. No, he had he was the head in the in, in the glass. I think so. Yeah, he's got his voice like this. Well, uh, I met him over I the like weekend too, voices. so that was cool. We Ooh. we do one of his books. He writes books now, um, oh. like short stories. But uh, he was super nice and super sweet, and I think that I should hook you guys up. No, she needs sure. She needs like I need a guy need with some, a good voice. You and need some not, head in your life who doesn't have an alcohol problem. She needs body. You can talk be a drunk, just not a full on alcoholic. Let's or like, go ahead and clarify the the um, what's his name? Alan Alan uh, Alan Allman. Allman yeah, she pillow needs talk. A, yeah, I know like, it's not yeah. strange because it's very. Chill. You know when I when I was dating like any guy at the time. And I talked to him on the phone. You really, you know, notice how their voices once you're talking to them over the phone because the visual part is gone. Yeah, and you're exactly. Like, and then you're analyzing their voice, like, okay, actually, he's got you got a nice voice. Like when you start mm-hmm. when you first talk to them over the phone, you're like, keep talking mm-hmm. and <laughs> and say something else. Mm. Yes, agreed. They were okay, not. I mean, they're not a big, no, sexy black man. It's like, who the fuck are you, <laughs> you dweeb? <laughs> well, you know, I knew him in person first, so I don't know why I would be expecting <laughs> that. But... <laughs> we did start dating, you know, through non-phone communication at first. <laughs> I'm sorry. Casey's like like a blind date. Casey's over here in her fantasy world. <laughs> sorry. Like, hmm. I was hoping that a different man would have come to the door. <laughs> oh, it's you. Oh, it's you again. What do you want? Okay, I was talking bye. to him. Can you just call me again? Because I prefer phone. that. <laughs> right. I want to imagine that you look different. Ugly <laughs> ass dude with uh, a sexy ass voice. Yeah, that would be confusing. So... Speaking of odd things that have happened, today there was a barricaded gunman in, right down the street from my work. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, for, I think it was 14 hours they had him. Jesus. He finally gave himself up, and what happened was he had killed someone in Detroit. Um. A couple, I think it was a couple of months ago, but he gave himself up finally. They had him at the apartments down the street from my work. Oh my gosh. So it was a standoff with two, I think it was two different police forces and him. So he was, I think he was in one of the hotel or hotel, one of the apartments. This is what, while you were at work. I found out about it in the last hour because people were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the Tim Hortons right um, down the road. Uh, and she goes, sorry, um, I was trying to take your order and she, cause she, when, I, when she was taking my order to the drive through, she said, can you hold on for just a minute? And I said, yeah. And there was a police officer that, um, went by with his, uh, you know, his lights on and his siren. <clears throat> and then 
she said, I'm sorry, I just couldn't hear you over that. Like when it gets really loud and, you know, there's a gunman um, down the street. Uh, so there's been all these noises, whatever. And I said, yeah, I heard about that. But I think he just actually gave himself up. So, so you know, a lot of people knew about it around there. Are you talking about this through the drive-thru? I talked to her when I pulled up to the window. Oh, okay. Was she was apologizing when I uh, pulled up saying, I'm sorry, I told told you to hold on for a second. It's just I couldn't hear you over the police. Mm-mm. And that this was, has been going on for a while. Um. So, yeah. I'm glad it didn't end in one of those suicides. Shoot-offs. Yeah. Yeah. Hurt other people. And then this morning, I was I was uh, on Twitter, and I saw I don't know why, but Justin Bieber called out Tom Cruise yeah, to a I fight. Saw that. To a fight. Yeah, he was like, "Why meet me in the ring?" Pretty much, Kid's you know. Such a fucking turd. <laughs> and then I I was dying laughing at the people's comments so under it, like, "You don't want to mess with crazy." And Tom, and Tom Cruise would fuck Tom him Cruise up. He's like trained. Crazy. He has yeah. training. And, and then what does Bieber have a bodyguard? <laughs> Come on. And then someone said, "Well, Justin Bieber, if you lose, you have to convert to Scientology." <laughs> <laughs> so all these comments were were just having me like rolling. Dude, Tom will, Cruise would whoop. He would some rock ass. him like in a punch. I would pay to see His this. His pretty little bitch ass has never been hit by anyone probably ever. Mm-mm. It would take one punch from Tom Cruise and Bieber would be knocked. I got money on this fight, man. Yeah. I don't know why he, why did he call him out? I don't even know why. Um, he felt like it. He just got off the couch one day. And then day. he was pretty yeah. much saying that if he didn't respond to it, then he's a pussy. Okay. <laughs> Coming from you, Bieber, that is hilarious. I'm like, did something happen? I want to know why. I also want to know. I'm about to Google yeah. it because curiosity is getting the best of me. Is it because of Scientology? Why? Someone made a comment like Bieber. Bieber. The he's like your dad's age. <laughs> and you're saying that he'd be a pussy if he didn't follow up. That's like twenty years older than you. <laughs> so Here's an idea, Bieber. Why don't you pick fights with people that you can actually win against? Bieber's going like to get his five-year-old girls to beat up Tom Cruise. <laughs> my dad can beat. I didn't mean me. Ass. I'm not my I don't dad. Know who his dad is, but I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise could whoop his ass too. Like he's got training. He does training for a lot of the roles he's done, where there's a lot of yeah, martial arts ripped. used, and you know, he like his, his stunt stunts. doubles. He does all his own stunts. Yeah, you got to be able to take a beating to. Beat the shit out of yourself during filming. Like, idiot. Try being Tom Cruise for a day. Try it. You're not going to survive. <laughs> I just imagine the, the moment when he stood on the Oprah couch when he was confessing Uh-oh. his love, love for Katie man. Holmes. It's like, Peter, I challenge you to. <laughs> He's jumping on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> it's home. What do you got? Pussy. Uh, it doesn't say so far why. It literally <laughs> no says knows. why, though. And then right after it says, I want to challenge Tom Cruise to fight in the octagon. Tom, <laughs> if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you will never live it down. The Beebs tweeted. You'll okay. never live it down. Never. <laughs> Everyone's laughing at you right now. Loser. Oh, at least you got everybody's Rich attention. loser. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You know, I was thinking, I'm like, do you not feel... <laughs> so I, there so is like, no do you not feel relevant enough 
I think that's All it. Hail. Is Justin he still? I mean, because it doesn't. Uh, so many people are like, "Why? <laughs> Why?" Is he still with my girl crush, Selena Gomez? No, he's married to who? To uh, Haley Bieber. Who the hell is that? <laughs> Haley uh, uh, Baldwin or something, right? When did that happen? What? A long, quite a while ago. <laughs> Where like, have you quite been? Quite a while ago. Where I'd have say. you been? I don't know. Not on Twitter. Nobody knows <laughs> not my not Twitter. On, on the internet. Name the internet. What's Selena Gomez doing? She's single? She's like... Probably laughing at his ass. <laughs> She's single. <laughs> She's with Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why. Ooh. I think we got to the root of it. She was having some mental uh, breakdown. and uh, Probably because she dated Bieber. I would too. And then he's That's like, what happens when I you date found losers. my love that I'm going to marry. And then he <laughs> got married while she was having a mental breakdown. <laughs> oh, hell no. I think she... I'm trying to remember if she went to the um, facility or not. But yeah. <laughs> he wants to fight him mixed martial arts. He's going to whoop. If this dude doesn't have any training, nobody knows why Bieber wants to fight Tom Cruise. I want to hear Tom Nobody Cruise's understands response. anything that goes through his brain. <laughs> I never went on Tom Cruise's uh, Twitter, so I don't know if he said anything back. Except for there is a song I like by Bieber. That's that fuck you song. I do like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's that fuck you song by Bieber. Bieber. I want to fuck you. you, girl. No, it's not like that. <laughs> that fuck would make you, sense. Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, fuck yourself. That's what it is. <laughs> fuck yourself. I did hear um, that song. That song. Uh, well, how's it go? Come in. <laughs> Oops, there goes my shirt right over my head. Oh, my. The tweet song? Yeah, that's like fucking yourself. <laughs> you guys just harmonized in your silly voice, and it was funny to me. <laughs> We're used to it. So, what was I going to say? About, oh, yeah. I remember the first Bieber song that comes to mind is that I'm sorry, that sorry song. Oh. I know that I let you down. want to say that I'm sorry now. Ooh. Well, I remember when. <laughs> Nobody accepts your apology, Bieber, because you're trying to fight Tom Cruise now. We Seriously. don't like him either, but we like you less. I remember in the video, though, that somebody, like, right after Steve Harvey announced the wrong winner for Miss America, all the dancers in the video had his head on it, like, sorry. <laughs> that, oh, no. It's a horrible moment. <laughs> that was a terrible moment in history. Well, I think you won. How mortifying. And then being like, oh, I didn't win. Dude, mm. like, I remember well, Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey had a whole too, show like, about it. He was, uh, the Steve Harvey show, like, he, how devastating he was and, like, Threats that he got and shit over that. Really? Yeah. Like he people he threatened felt, him. Yeah, he felt genuinely really bad. Jesus, you people are crazy. Calm down, Jesus. <laughs> Just an award. <laughs> My country. Seriously. Clearly, you have no real problems because you're upset about that. all the wrong shit. Right. I don't remember who it was versus who. I don't either. All, but that's the thing. All anybody's ever going to remember is that Steve Harvey gave the wrong winner. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But then there's been one since then, and he was still the host, and he did it right. <laughs> At least I gave him another job. chance to correct his wrong, his you know, right his wrong. Right. Um, At least they weren't like, "You sure? Now you sure? You know what you're right. gonna say, right? Are you really? Sure, you know they were Steve? back there, like double checking, like, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> what if it happened two years in a row? I would resign from ever being seen on camera again. He's like, April Fool's. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is April. Oh, it ain't April. But it's it ain't March. April. I got that wrong, too. <laughs> so uh. I had a dream last night that Holly was pregnant. She messaged me first thing in the morning, told me this. I'm I like, did. I want to remember. Because you, we were having a baby shower in Europe, and this is now. Do you oh, watch? I mean, that's how you do a baby shower, people. <laughs> like, do you do you guys watch Black Paris? Mirror? Yes. Okay, so when I first started watching Black Mirror, which was last night, yes, I'm a hundred years late to everything. Doesn't matter. It's so still good. It is really good. And there was a gosh, we. I mean, we talk about this all the time. You know, everybody does like chips implanted into your head that would like can record mm-hmm. things that you have cameras in your Terrifying. brain. So we think that that would be cool. And this episode, okay, if you have not seen this episode, tune out now if you don't want to hear it. Um, bye. Bye. <laughs> so, uh, I'm back in 10 minutes. You hear Holly, like, clomp it off. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> I have virgin ears. So this guy, it's, uh, this show is is genius. So mm-hmm. you can we think it'd be cool to like oh like we always joke like go to the tape like yeah. you know to replay what happened you know to recall a memory. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens when all the old files of your exes, including memories of you guys having sex, are on the files in your brain that you can replay over and over like verbatim? You got to shoot yourself. <laughs> That's the only answer. <laughs> so what happens is this guy. And his wife go to a dinner party where this other guy is, where he is like you, you. He's the typical jealous boyfriend. Like he's watching her body language, oh. and he he has a hunch that they slept together, and she admits like we had a thing long time ago. Now, mind you, they have like a one year, no, a two year old, um, eighteen months. Yeah, no, so like you, you so an eighteen month year old. So. And that's really prevalent to the story because, long story short, he gets wasted drunk, goes over that guy's house, and demands that he delete all the files of her out of his brain. Like, project it on the screen and delete every single one of them. I mean, but can you do that? You can just delete individual ones, be like, delete, delete, delete. Right. That's what you have a control for your brain. So he's doing that, and you can see all these files of her come up, including one snapshot. And then he, you know, he's drunk in the day, so he crashes his car when he comes home. And he gets out of the car after having passed out, and he rewinds to what he just did. So you're thinking to yourself, he's probably regrets going over there drunk and assaulting him with a broken bottle. Oh, I bet he killed that dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, it's not that he regrets that. He rewinds what he did to zero in on one of the panels of the videos of a memory of her and him having sex. And the painting that's in their bedroom was in the <gasps> background. Oh, And it damn. was 18 months. Oh, my God. 18 months. That's awkward. Ago. And that's when... Okay, so the baby's not 18 months, but it was 18 months ago that the child was conceived and they were trying and they were broken up for like four days, and the Brutal. the girl like they're British. The girl's blonde, and that's what triggered it for me. Was like Holly pregnant British. <laughs> okay, this makes a baby shower in Europe. 
So, yeah, and she's just like, because at first you're like, this guy's nuts, typical jealous boyfriend, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you're like, oh, hell no, you are on to something. And she, you know, she he's like, um, you know, he's asking, like, well, did you use a condom? And she's like, yeah, we did. And she's like, well, where did you get it from? Obviously, we don't have condoms here, and we were trying to have a kid. And he's like, I need you to replay that video right now. And she's like, I deleted it. And he's like, well, so it's just a big gap in your timeline? Prove it. And she goes to grab the control, and then her eyes light up like she's trying to erase something. He's like, no, you're not going to erase it. You play it right now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I need my pop girl life. Like I know, right? The Black Mirror. Like, I think oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'll have to. Curious. I'll just send you the I, title well, I don't of it. Remember it, so that's why I was like, "Oh, is this an upcoming one?" Because I haven't seen the whole new season yet. Oh man, dude. I mean, even though I, I kind of gave it away, it's still super it interesting. Matter. It's a, a really interesting topic because, like, you think like you'd want technology like that, dude. Trust me, you don't. No, you don't. Um, I mean, um, <laughs> oh, crazy. No. Anyway, so that's how I <laughs> dream about Holly, and I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, is is Holly going through a trans? Like we were talking about transformation, new ideas, mm-hmm. symbolism. I'm like, no, it was from that damn Black Mirror episode. <laughs> I kept thinking about Holly because the chick was blonde. I was like, I want some transformation, but I don't want a baby. <laughs> you were excited. You know, the thing was because I'm. The- I said to you out loud in my dream, I was like, um, you know, I go, man, you used to not want kids, but now that you like, you know, it was an accident, but you're just like. You know what? You got to roll with punches. I'm like, wow, you're just kind of accepting this new role. You're like, yeah, I'm kind of excited. Okay. <laughs> like, that is totally not Holly. That would not be the reaction. <laughs> no way. No way. Um, that kind of pertains to our show, too. I mean, <laughs> as far as the imaging part and what you're talking about with technology. Yeah. I think there would actually be more deaths that way. Oh, there would. Really people really get upset about you know, like you just said, and then do you know how much a murder rate would actually rise if people couldn't lie? Oh, the oh only good God. thing about it would be that if someone did commit a um, crime, they and they could get a hold of their memories, right? But the person obviously would probably try to delete that. Yeah, but before. there's got to be like some dr- like. You know, backup files. Yeah, like you can right. delete all the shit off your phone and your computer, but there's still like ghost files in there that like a hacker could find and pull up. So you would think that they would, the you would think that they would still be able to, yeah, they'd still be able to find it. Your iCloud. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's weird because there's a scene in there where they're having like the, the husband and wife when they're cool for a moment, uh-huh. like after they had a little spat about you know the jealousy thing. This was before shit got real. Um, they were having sex, but they were having sex to a video of them having sex in their brain. But at the same time, you can see the look on his face after he climaxes. Like, were you watching the same video I was? Oh, uh, so they were like watching their own porn while banging. Yeah, like getting turned. You gotta watch this. Cool. It's 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 crazy. I'm gonna. <laughs> it it was good though. Like I, I, Jason's like I'm going to bed. I'm like I'm hooked on this. I can't. Yeah, I need I to see how it ends. ends. I have to like follow it through to the end. Yeah, because I already committed to it. Right. You know? This is way too. This is this is good. This it's is crazy. Good. So yeah, there's a lot of really cool science fiction, not so fiction themes to Black Mirror. I'm really enjoying it. I also like uh, Love, Death, and Robots, which is like Black Mirror but like animated. 
um, you know, 20, 20 minute ditties from animators all around the world. It's pretty gnarly. It's kind of like heavy metal. Um, it's very, very good. So, Holly, I got a glimpse of us in the future. I did. Uh, according to TampaBay.com, two nuns stole $500,000 for trips to Las Vegas, but the church doesn't want them to be prosecuted. Because they're child of God? <laughs> I guess so. Sister Mary Margaret Cruper and Sister Lana Chan. Uh, an old check allegedly exposed decades of lies. For nearly 28 years, Sister Mary Margaret was the principal of St. James Catholic School, an elementary school in Torrance, California, a coastal suburb of southwest of Los Angeles. Around the same time when Cooper announced she was retiring earlier this year, a family at the school asked for a copy of an old check they had written to St. James. When staff members found the check, the Long Beach Press-Telegram reported they realized it had not been deposited in St. James' account, but in a different bank account. That was among the first clues that would unravel a vast fraud that was allegedly conducted by Cooper and the, and Sister Lana Chang, another nun at the longtime St. James uh, School. Um, schools officials recently told parents that the two nuns stole around $500,000 from the school. The school said that the two women, reportedly best friends, uh, used their um, funds on trips and casino visits. We do not know what they had a pattern we do know that they had a pattern of going on trips. We know they had a, a pattern of going to casinos. And the reality is they used the account as, as their own personal account. Uh, Marge Graff, an attorney representing St. James, told a group of parents at a meeting last Monday night. Uh, the revelations came as a shock to the parents and church members who were not only operating under the impression that St. James was a struggling to stay afloat uh, fiscally in troubled waters, uh, but also dealing with the aftershocks of tragedy. In 2014, four people were killed, including a six-year-old boy and an intoxicated woman plowed into a crowd of people leaving a Christmas concert at St. James, according to Los Angeles Times. Uh, the complex feelings working through the church are compounded by um, the, um, excuse me, arch. Archdiocese, Archdiocese, excuse me. I've heard that word before and I can't pronounce it right at this moment. Uh, refusal to pursue criminal charges against the nuns, the press telegram reported. We were an ATM and people know, and people know it and they won't ask for justice, uh, Jack Alexander told uh, a parent at St. James. Um, while Cooper worked as the school's principal, Chang was an eighth grade teacher. Both women were members of the Sister of St. Joseph uh, Order. Uh, according to my uh <laughs> turned to what uh Michael Myers, an officiate of the church, explained to parents <laughs> last Monday at the meeting. The church launched an an independent financial investigation after the oddity regarding the old check was discovered. The review determined that Cooper and Chang had been committing the alleged fraud for at least ten years. An old unused bank account belonging to the church was the key to the alleged misconduct. The account uh, was opened in 1997, but not used in years. Cooper would divert checks made out to the school for tuition and fees into this forgotten account. She allegedly endorsed the checks with a stamp saying St. James Covenant, not St. James School. The two nuns then tapped the funds for their own personal use. Parents told the press telegram that they knew the two nuns went on gambling trips, but the nuns explained the jaunts were gifts from a rich uncle. These nuns took a vow of poverty and said, oh, no, we've got a rich uncle, Alexander told the paper. Uh, the rich uncle was the parents of the St. James students. Uh, when confronted about the missing money, Meyer said the nuns admitted they had done no wrong, or what they had done wrong, excuse me. Uh, Sister Mary Margaret and Sister Lana have expressed to me and asked that I convey to you the deep remorse they feel for their actions and ask for your forgiveness and prayers. They 
uh, in the order, pray that you have not lost trust or faith in education, educators and administrators of the school. Uh, the order also confirmed their members had been caught in the alleged fraud. The sisters of the sisters have confirmed the misappropriation of the funds and have cooperated in the investigation. I will honestly say that it's not shocking to me. An anonymous parent told LA Fox Six, "There had been a couple of projects that we have been trying to get funded for many years that we unfortunately have been unable to move forward with because of the lack of the funding." Um. Uh. So yeah. Uh, but the outcome of the alleged fraud apparently has split the church and school. Some parents of St. James are planning to see if they can band together to pursue criminal charges on their own. Others, however, have suggested the two nuns have already been judged too harshly. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> I'm trying to see. There's two comments under this. And, uh, I don't know why that's not coming up. I can't see them. Uh, so yeah, um, <laughs> that's amazing to me that they're like, oh, you know, I I have a feeling that this church had to have known. They knew something. They knew that funds were, were probably missing. They were probably taking it. And hell, it probably wasn't all just the nuns either. It was people paid off for their silence because as soon as shit goes down, it's like, oh, well, they've been judged too harshly. They said they're sorry. That's it. Either that or favoritism. So liking someone so much that you're like, well, let's just, you know, brush it under the rug. Right. It's just money. But yeah, it's money that, you know. They've already been judged by God. Right. And my parents were paying like, what, $300, $400 a month for me to go to private schools. If they knew that shit was going to Vegas trips, No, they'd be lawyering up real quick. So what they're going to happen is, like, they're going to have a class action suit instead of just saying, okay, we're going to, it's going to get worse. It's going to be worse than if they had just filed criminal charges in the first place on their own. So now you're going to get a class action suit from tons of parents. $500,000 to go to casino trips. And the thing is, you've been doing it for 10 years. A decade. How sorry are you? Or are you just sorry that you got caught? The nuns were gambling? Yeah. They were doing, taking trips to Vegas. Isn't that against the nun rules? <laughs> yeah. That's where like, oh, we're very sorry. So first of all, you broke Pray the rules us. of a nun. And also, you stole. <laughs> right. Right. You should probably be kicked out. Well, yeah. Denunned. Denunned. However that goes. You know? Right. I hope you're not. They weren't allowed to just go back to being nuns. Oh, probably. Like I said, if you're that, if you're that quick to say, "Oh no, they've been judged too harshly already," you know, just pray for them. They're sorry. Let's let this, you know, sweep this under the rug, like you said. Like, then obviously they were being paid too. These are our, th- our two best gamblers. We're right. gonna send them out with uh, so much cash. Hopefully, we'll come back with a profit. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to get more money for the school. That's what it was. <laughs> Don't you know that's what God told us to do? Right. God made me do it. Oh, my gosh. So this Shaggy song starts playing in my head. With me. Yep, yep. 
This is a terrible song. Got me in Vegas. It wasn't me. <laughs> I look back at that song and I'm like, why was that a hit song? That's such. That's so immoral. Like so. <laughs> There's so many like, things that are immoral. I'm like this guy was like. Why People are, love sex, drugs, rock and roll. <laughs> right. Why are we like dancing and grooving to this guy cheating on his girlfriend? <laughs> Break up with her and fuck this other chick then. Like, what? How's it that hard? <laughs> we remember when we saw him at the Grand Prix. Oh my God. <laughs> I remember I recorded. We saw it. Shaggy 8, the Grand Prix races. Dude. Performing. And we're like, was it you or me who was like, I thought he died? <laughs> I don't know. So one of us was like, I thought he died. Was that one of those high school rumors? I don't know. I I think it was just one of those things where it's like... A Wikipedia thing? He just fell off the place, you know, he just fell off for a minute. And you're like, I I haven't heard from him in like 10 years. I thought he died. Nope. But dang, you wouldn't think that he had such high security. We try to get backstage <laughs> just to get a glimpse of Shaggy. I don't know what the hell they were trying to protect, really. <laughs> but, but, like, I remember I, re- I snapchatted it to Jason, and he was like, that sounds awful. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> well, it wasn't me. I think that I was Shaggy. Like, you showed it. You're my angel. Oh, my God. <laughs> Remember that song? Yes. They played that one, too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. So, what do you think they should do with the nuns? Uh, They're not going to do anything. What I mean, what's going to happen is they're going to get a class action suit from parents, and the whole school's going to do- go down. They're going to close. They're going to file for bankruptcy. No, but I mean, what do you think should be done to them? I don't even know where to start. <laughs> they should have just tried them. Do you think they should be able to go back and be nuns? No. Nope, not at that. Because like I said, like, huh, you knew it was wrong for an entire decade, and then you wanna, you're just sorry you got caught, that's all. I mean, and I'm probably going to get hated on for this, but... You have the Catholic priests or whatever, you know, molesting young children. And that was, you know, looked the other way. So yeah, the Catholic, what do I expect? The Catholic Church has been great for sweeping things under the garage. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, look the other way. Nothing to see here. Uh, and it's hard because I know that I I know people that are that are Catholic and, and I love them dearly and I respect the Catholic faith. But just like with everything, with any denomination, I feel like people ruin church. Right. I'm not even saying that I hate the the, the Catholic religion. I'm no. just saying that it doesn't surprise me because look at how many cases there are of, um, you know, pedophi- like pedophilia in the Catholic church. Yeah, it's like a, an underground cult. that no one really seems to be kicked out mm-hmm. from their position. Right. It's just like a hush-hush thing, and if you talk about it, everybody disowns you from the church. Yeah, it's just like in Hollywood. You know, everybody knew about Weinstein, but nobody was saying anything. Right. Everybody was paid for That's That's just it. Money goes a long way. I don't care if it's Hollywood or the church. Money goes a long way to make people shut up. Also, like, people don't want to believe that the, the people that they idolize so much are capable of such horrific things. That's true, too. So, it's sad because... They probably think these 
children are lying or they just or maybe they think that they're not lying but they just try to act like well they're confused like, yeah like uh just, just don't don't talk about that anymore right right uh well speaking of children <laughs> but not in a pedophilia um i actually have a story that i found interesting was this child which now he's 21 but um he, he's from Russia, and um, his name is... I'm going to say this wrong, so sorry. Boriska Kipriyanovich. Kipriyanovich claims that he was born on Mars. Hmm. Um, so... He has spent his life um, battling both scientists and professors with the extraordinary claim that he was born on Mars. Um, and then, while most people would have laughed it off, um, his knowledge of the planetary system, even though he was never taught about the planets, has astounded people into believing that maybe, possibly, this kid has something behind it. Well, how old is he? Uh, well... Let me see. At the time, hmm, I'm trying to see how old he was. Okay. He began speaking when he was just several months old and could read, draw, and paint when he was just one and a half. His nursery teachers also claimed to have floored, have been floored by a superior language skills, writing ability, and remarkable memory. Um, they never actually to- taught him about outer space when he was young, but Boriska has a deep understanding of it and would often speak of being born on the war-ravaged red planet, Mars, and alien civilizations. Um, He's now 21, but he has claimed that he was previously a Martian pilot that traveled to Earth. He also adds that he is not the only child from outer space and that there are others like him that were reincarnated and sent here with a specific mission and are referred to as the Indigo Children. Whoa. He references uh, seeing planets up close from a spaceships, uh, spaceship while adding you cannot see them from Mars, really. Here's where it gets even kookier. Bariska insists there is a lot more to be discovered on Earth and has pointed to the Great Pyramid of Giza in the past, which he says hides big secrets. The human life will change when the Sphinx is opened. It has an opening mechanism somewhere behind the ear, and I do not remember exactly. They show a picture in this article of the mechanism that he might be talking about by the ear. Um, It looks like there is like a little Mm -hmm. something that might possibly be able to be opened. Like a cave or something? Something. Huh, like a lever. Yeah, it looks like... I'll post it on the Watchlist um, Facebook page, too. But it looks like a little cutout area with a little um, centerpiece. Yeah, like a little cubby. Yeah. So, scientists have uh, very recently made the discovery that there's a hidden, mysterious void within the Pyramid of Giza. Its purpose and what may lie inside is still unknown. Scientists currently have no plans to use an intrusive technique to find out. According to Mohammed Ismail, a spokesperson 
spokesperson for the Egyptian Ministry of N. Uh, I'm going to say this wrong. And antiquities. Antiquities. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, it's the Great Pyramid. We can't touch it. Yeah, you know what? They're going to though. Oh yeah. Then just not tell us. I'm surprised they haven't already. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the thing. And like looted it for whatever is in there. As soon as that kid said, they'd be like, "All right, get out, get your ass out there." We're like, <laughs> it'll like, be like uh, Jafar with gold. Like, ah, I'm going for <laughs> it. Nobody knows. We're not gonna touch it, but we are. Let's not touch it. You ever seen Aladdin? <laughs> right. You know what that's. I'm right? thinking about the beetle that comes together, wasn't it? Oh like yeah, the two golden pieces. It's all mine. And then he pushes like it was an Aladdin in back or whatever back into the. <laughs> what? Um. So what? Did he, he didn't say specifically what would happen. He just said all human life will change. Is this another Mandela effect thing? I can't afford another <laughs> one, Probably. guys. Guys, I can't go down that rabbit hole again. No, please don't open the Sphinx. Uh, he just said, the human life will change when the Sphinx is opened. It has an opening mechanism somewhere behind the ear. I do not remember exactly. So human life will change when it is open. I mean, but does that mean that I'll magically become like a millionaire? Is it going to change in that way? <laughs> or I is mean, it like, be like um, in a bad way? Yeah. So is this a bad thing or a good thing? Right. This yeah. guy's from Russia, right? Oh, uh, yeah. He's 21 now. Mm-hmm. He's a Russian native. And he doesn't talk about his parents. He just says he was, like, we don't know who his parents are. They're not named. They never lived on Mars. His mom's right. a doctor. <laughs> um, From Mars? <laughs> no. Mars. Uh, so it shot. sounds like he was reincarnated, was he, what he was trying to say. He was a Martian pilot, is, is what he was. Oh, okay. okay. It's one of those things. Oh, yeah, because you were talking about how when he, even when he was young, and they didn't teach him anything about he said, space. He said that there are other people like him that were um, reincarnated, and that they called them the, uh, let me see here, Indigo I mean, Children. He said that he was previously a Martian pilot that traveled to Earth. Um, and that he is not the only child from outer space. That there are people also who are reincarnated and sent here with a specific mission and are referred to as indigo children. What was his mission? To tell us about dun, the dun, dun, dun. Once you want to open that sphinx, oh shit, it's going to get... Get your ass <laughs> up there and open that thing so we can know. Um, I mean, <laughs> at this point, given the 34th birthday I have, I give up. I mean, like, what, do we, what do we have left to lose at yeah, this that's, point? That's just exactly do what I'm it. saying. That's exactly what We're I'm not saying. in our 20s. We've been damaged by life already. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did say that although it succumbed to a massive nuclear catastrophe between two sets of beings, there were survivors and Mars still harbors alien life. Have we been on Mars a lot? Mm-mm. No? Rovers. Oh, gotcha. It's too far. Um, so, now, now I want to look up um, Indigo Children. Look at the Indigo Girls. <laughs> right? 
Here we are. Do they have are these pilots women with mullets and wear plaid? <laughs> Here is my leader. <laughs> oh, the Gitago girls were actually Martians. It all makes sense. Let's see. So Indigo Children. They came here to start Lilith Fair. (laughs) Indigo Children, according to pseudoscientific New Age concept, are children who are believed to possess special, unusual, and sometimes supernatural traits or abilities. The idea is based on a concept developed in the 1970s by Nancy Ann Topp and further developed by Lee Carroll and Jan Tober. Um... They open the Sphinx the and it's going to be a little affair, like 24-7. <laughs> the concept of Indigo Children gained popular interest when the uh, publication of a series of books in the late 1990s and the release of several films in the following decade. Um, I'm look the, inter- uh, the interpretations of these beliefs range from their being the next stage in human evolution, in some cases possessing paranormal abilities such as telepathy, to the belief that they are more empathetic and creative than their peers. Um, Some parents choose to label their children who have been diagnosed with learning disabilities as an indigo child to alternatively diagnose them. Critics view this as a way for parents to avoid considering pediatric treatment or uh, psychiatric diagnosis. Um... Claimed characteristics of a indigo child include uh, empathetic, curious, and strong-willed, are often perceived by friends and family as being strange, possess a clear sense of self-definition and purpose, show a strong innate subconscious spirituality from early childhood, which however does not necessarily imply a direct interest in spiritual or religious areas, have a strong feeling or entitlement um, of entitlement or deserving to be here. Other alleged traits include high intelligence, inherent intuitive ability, and resistance to rigid, controlled-based paradigms or of authority. I've never, I never knew this. It's all kind of vague, too. Like that's pretty general. Um, but I can see. You. <laughs> Hold on one second. Relationship to attention deficit hyperactive. Disorder. Uh, many children labeled as indigo by their parents are diagnosed with ADHD. I can see where... Um, also autism. I can see where people are, uh, who don't want to come to terms with their child's... Uh, what do you call it? Um, learning disability. Yeah, their learning disability, and then they say, "My yo, my child's an indigo child." Right. It's a. Uh... They're they're gifted, which I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with um, any child that's you know honestly autistic I, or anything. I do have a but... friend that's on the spectrum, and I've got to say, I feel like he's. They do have he's like, more evolved that than regular yeah, people. Right. He really is. It's not just intelligence wise. It's also on the fact that where like me or you or Casey might get bogged down by like emotional things, he doesn't as much. So he's generally able to think clearer than the rest of us. Um, 
so I feel like they call them disability, but I'm, I mean, after knowing somebody that is on the spectrum like that and like hardcore, I'm not sure that it is. I feel like he is more enlightened than I, everyone I else I know. I do agree because there are different, um, you know, there's different um, varieties of autistic or other learning disabilities. Yeah. So he's one person could be, yeah, not that functional. Not saying that they're not, not saying autistic. that they're not smart, right. right? Because you can be. There's a lot of different areas that you can be more you developed could be than smart, than but, but uh, emotionally intelligent. When it comes to emotional intelligence, you could be at a zero at, as opposed to a two or yeah. a five or a ten, right? And then be a prodigy at everything else. And there's so right. many people like that now. There's so many. I feel like there was, there's more people, and I feel like there was always those people. We just didn't know what to call them, and they didn't talk about it because right. they probably didn't understand and they were kind of scared to tell people that like hey i don't feel the same way you feel like this doesn't make me sad just because it makes you sad like you know so i feel like now i i guess everyone's just more aware of it you know and yeah there's a lot of people that are on the spectrum like a lot lot. is uh if you if you notice most uh, autistic people are really good with creative things like art mm-hmm. um and i think it, that some things are triggered within the brain and that they yeah like you said some abilities are more highly attuned than others who are not are a different plane mm. um, and then even asperger's because i i knew someone who had asperger's and the difference between Maybe us and this person would be they were less able to define. Um, so if I told you something happened, you know, with a family member and I was sad because maybe they passed away, they wouldn't under- be able to understand that emotion. Like they wouldn't. At least this person wasn't. Yeah, they're not empathetic. Yeah, no. they they couldn't grasp that, and then couldn't grasp. Um, yeah, emotions mostly. Isn't what I noticed? Isn't that how they tried to portray Mark Zuckerberg and the the Social Network? Oh, uh, oh, really? Yeah, just kind of like doesn't feel much of anything for anyone. Like I I noticed that about that film that when you were talking about Asperger's, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's that's how they try to portray Mark Zuckerberg. Hmm. No empathy, doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Kind of will step on anyone, but not intentionally. Just doesn't think about it because it doesn't phase him. Yeah, that really wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I don't know the guy, but right. but yeah, this this guy was um, not in tune with other people's emotions and just was like, "Hey, so yeah, my days like you know, like if you were to say something sad, he would just not get it." Uh. But then if you were to talk about a topic that was took a, a lot of understanding and knowledge, he would, would outbeat you and be able to remember things and be able to cite something. Uh, I'm like, geez, I didn't even know that. You know, right. th- things that spout some information. Well, it's easy to think clearly when... 
you know, when you don't have emotions to muck it up. It really is. You're you're using like Vulcan logic. That's what it is. Being a Vulcan. Yep. Basically. Spock. Yeah. Spock don't have no feelings. That's the only reason why we're not always able to think with... um, Like anxiety and all that. Well, no, just without emotion, like logically, emotion clouds logic. It makes you feel things that, you know... Clouds logic, so... And then if you're not yeah. emotional, then you're a mercenary. Right. We just do things... There's no good, there's no evil, there's just necessary. What's necessary and what's not necessary. Well, it's kind of sociopathic because if you can't feel empathy, that's what psychology says is a sociopath is a lack of empathy and, right. you know, some other things, but... I mean, the weird thing is, is like I said, I know two people on the spectrum, and I don't know if they're really good at faking that they feel some sort of emotion when other people are upset and they're trying to look out for them and right. let them talk about their problems. Maybe they've been socially cued to act that way, or maybe they do have some emotional emotional intelligence. You know, they just don't feel things as harshly as we do, so it doesn't really bog them down as much or, you know, distract them, I guess. Right. If you will. Didn't you say that David Byrne has Asperger's? Yeah. Or something told you that. And that's why his wife left him. Yeah, because, uh, well. She just couldn't connect. That was part of the reason why, supposedly, why the talking heads broke up was because um, he wasn't a good friend. The one, the, who's, what was the girl's name? Oh, um, uh, Tina. Tina she, was, she was quoted as saying that, like, he's not a good friend. He, like, he has a hard time. Um, I think it was he has a hard time caring not caring about other people than himself. Right. And that's like a trait because, yeah, you're not a, you're not understanding emotions. So of course you're only gonna be like about yourself. Right. I could sense that at the um, show. Afterward. I mean, he was still nice and everything. It was the the rock and roll, the induction ceremony when they were inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I remember that because Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers inducted them. And I was like, oh, my God, they're all going to be together for the first time in a long time. And the thing is, is like, I know that there's tension between them and David Byrne because he will not reunite them at all. And when they were up there, you can tell by the body language instantly. That's that's how it was. I'm like, damn, that sucks. Yeah, and then um, his wife said that, or that supposedly they got divorced because he put the music before her. Oh, I believe it. Um, and then he was just like very, very, very passionate about his music, and so much so that he it would trump everything else. And obviously, his friendships and his his marriage. Right. We love David Byrne, by the way. We're yeah. not talking shit. Yeah. We, we love, we love David Byrne. Um, um, and he was very nice when we met him. Right, yeah, he was Grandpa Byrne. I was actually just talking about that because I was laughing because uh, um, someone asked me, hey, uh, you met him, right? And how was that? And I'm like, good. But I was dying laughing because I'm like, Casey and I were waiting out back and he comes out and, he, and we're like, can you uh, take a picture with us or, you know, whatever, autographs and su- such. And he said, uh, sure, but I gotta put my bicycle away. <laughs> <laughs> he had a bicycle. 
he's like just carrying this bicycle around. What's my bicycle? I'm um, sure, but I gotta put my bicycle away. <laughs> like, ah, that's kind of cute. Yeah, he, he's Grandpa Burn now. <laughs> Uh, but he yeah. did seem like a little, like, uh, yeah, like a little, a little off. Yeah, a little, he was not, not a, like anything crazy, but he was just like a little. I don't know if he was overwhelmed or just like. Mm. Yeah, like it uh, was like past midnight, and he just performs. So he probably just tired too. Like, <laughs> true. He could have been a total dick, which he wasn't. So <laughs> yeah, you know no, the whole thing. Like, nice. we should never meet our heroes. Like, I I serenaded Meatloaf the first time I met him, and he was so high on oxycocking. Cocking. Oxycocking. Oxycocking. I was high on oxycocking. And he didn't did know the lyrics to his own cocking song. <laughs> I was high on his oxycock. <laughs> it was very disappointing. I was like, oh, shit, never mind. I, mean, I got to you too late. Because he had just had hip surgery, but he was uh-huh. like, oh, Lord. What a mess. And then he went on tour again. I'm like, oh, no, that bag of bones. Don't do it, meatloaf. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so as far as that article that I just read, I I mean, we've talked about this before, too, With as far as there being um, possibly. Oh, I thought you were going to sneeze. She just yawned. <laughs> um, I thought. We've talked about this before where there may be alien, half half alien, half human. Uh, hybrids. Yeah, hybrid. So that's what it made me think about when he said, well, there are still, you know, he's extraterrestrial so- beings reincarnated. And he's so insistent, has been since he was a child. And obviously he doesn't have a book deal. Like, he's not getting paid for this. It makes yeah. me think of the child Children? The children that have been incarnate, uh, reincarnated, and for some reason their memory is still very fresh about their reincarnation. Where I think if there is such a thing as reincarnation, most of us have that cleared out of our mind that maybe hypnosis would bring it about. But you know, other than that, we don't really, we don't know about it. If we were, um, where, yeah. Where uh, these children, some of them, like the one we talked about that uh, he used to be a pilot, right? Right. And yeah. he was able to say what his pilot name was. World and, War Two, yeah. yeah. No, World War One. He his, his plane went down in Japan and he even knew oh, yeah. the sister that was still alive and her nickname and everything. So, yeah, maybe, maybe like a child could read a book, but I'm sorry. Unless the parents like... I want to get famous, and here's this thing I need you to remember. But even so, like, it's the, the kid who went into the, supposedly went into the hot air balloon or whatever it was. They didn't really go in the, the balloon, but they claimed that the kid was lost, and they were trying to, and it was all in the news. Remember that? Yeah. And then he was actually under the bed because the, the uh, parents wanted to be famous for a minute. Right. I remember and that. And then they tro- told him to lie. But the kid was really young and he was innocent. So he was like, well, my parents told me, you know, to just say this. <laughs> right. What a good kid, by the way. <laughs> right. So I think kids are pretty honest for the most part, unless they're little shits. But <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you're ugly if a kid calls you ugly. Like adults could do it, but they could just be lying to hurt you. If a right. kid says it, they mean it. Right. That's, you know, children are pretty innocent. Mm-hmm. We're not born being 
like a lot of us turn out to be. Right. But, we, we're not born sinister. Yeah. You know, with ill intent. Right. Oh, geez. We're, we're, we're a product of our society. We're a product of the environments we grew up in. But right. as far as that goes, uh, I don't know. I think there's something to it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I buy this kid's story. I do. Because, I mean, it's not the first time that somebody has told a story like this. As you were talking, I was scrolling through, like, videos, and they were talking about Martian pilots and reincarnated people and the weird indigo children and the Sphinx and all that. So I'm like, okay, so this this has weight to it. You know, this isn't the only story. I am curious about the Sphinx thing. Yeah, I want, open that bitch up. Go ahead. Like Jess said, we, we, we've done <laughs> it all. Open that bitch up. Film it. It's, it's all downhill from here. Just open it up. I w- if they do, if they really do, I know they don't want to touch it. I don't know. They do they think it's going to fall apart if they like try to open no, it? No, I think they're scared. That's what I think, too. Because uh. you don't know what kind of old school witchy witchy shit's happening there. <laughs> like, did um, you um, see the um, mummy? Like, you touch yeah. something and then boom. It's like a full on. It's like Uck fade. What's it called? Uh, Indiana Jones where everything's booby trapped? Yeah. yeah. Like... Oh, kid from Mars, you want me to push what? Ah! You Nobody's know, trying to mess with that. You know, 500 go BC open it. bullshit. This like, kid from Mars scary. told me to do this. No. And it turns out Mars hates us. It's like a heavy generational curse and all of your brothers and sisters, kids, kids, like, are just It's screwed. like our Earth becomes Mars and then we can't breathe because we don't have helmets on and then, like... Their their Mars becomes all earthy and lush with life. And they're like, yeah, fuck you. Trading <laughs> places. Transfers. Let yeah. the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> it's like that starts playing. <laughs> it's a, dude, it's a Metalocalypse video. As soon as the Sphinx opens, people's faces start melting like, ha, ha, ha. If I could make a music video, I would definitely be opening up the Sphinx. Watch. Like, <laughs> so it would be metal. Yes. You would have a metal video. <laughs> If I can go back in time and if I was ever in a heavy metal band. All, all the seas turn to blood. It's like, ho, 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 ho. Black angels of death start swarming the skies. Locusts come from everywhere. And then Holly's standing there like, oh, this kid from Mars told me to open this thing, so I did it. <laughs> go find that kid from Mars. It's his fault. Run, Holly, run. We can't. He's dead now. Because right. you open the Sphinx. Aww. He's like, ha uh. <laughs> <laughs> That was my one purpose. That was what I was sent here to do. See, that's what I want to know. What were? What is your mission, dude? What were you sent here to yeah. do? To get us to open the Sphinx? That's what it is. Can we reach out to him and then have a show with him? Yeah. What? Dude. That would be great. Mars boy. 248579. <laughs> Mars boy. Like, he's just listening right now. Like, Mars boy, get on that highline. <laughs> Miles, boy. She's going to send a link, too. We're not making fun of you. We legit want to know yeah. what the hell is I happening I believe here. you, dude. We make fun of everybody. So even if we were making fun of you, I mean, that's a compliment. <laughs> right. <laughs> we make fun of ourselves if it's any consolation. Uh, what? They're going to get some asshole calling like he's the Mars boy. Like <laughs> He's like, I'm Mars boy. With I'm a- the Mars boy. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, <laughs> like, he's got a freaking space suit on. <laughs> I'm about to go on a mission. Well, why don't you sound Russian? Oh, oh. because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot my accent for a minute. What the hell is that? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't 
don't know how a Russian accent sounds. It's like, <laughs> thank you very much. He's <laughs> like Andy Kaufman in Taxi. I then you know, don't like, know. He's Latka all of a sudden. Latka from Mars. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> thank you very much. Open the Sphinx. <laughs> now. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my God. Let's go to a break. Okay. We come back. Mars Boy talks to us. <laughs> Mars Boy Boy. Hi, we're back with the Martian man. <laughs> I am Martian hey, Boy. guys. I am back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's open that Egyptian pyramid, okay? Holly's <laughs> <laughs> Russian accent is a Jamaican woman. I mean, it's great, though, especially coming out of this, you know, blonde-haired white girl. I want to hear your guys' <laughs> Russian funny. accents. Oh, God, I, I had to do one for a high school I don't know play. If I can do one. Let's Which see. one was that? Which play? Uh, it was You Can't Take It With You. I was a Russian no. duchess. Um should we we got to find a word that includes us, doesn't it, right? How do they say asses? <laughs> say Blintzes is a, is, a, is a Russian treat, and I kept saying something about making the blintzes something. I don't know. I can't that do sounds, this. That sounds Jamaican. Jamaican. <laughs> Why See, it's not so easy, <laughs> is it? No. I think I'm not great at that. I'm going to make it the pizza, love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little Italian with a little side of Russian. <laughs> uh, Andre, like, Open up that bitch. Wait, okay. So the guy Wait, from... Wait, how about this? You eat a dick. No, that's not oh, good that's Russian either. Good, yeah, yeah, it's better than that. Well, we know it's better than that. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay. So the guy from Rocky Four that oh, he fought yes. was Russian. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. She goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those two assholes. Wait, that's yes, yeah, right. Boris and Tasha. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Boris. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that's Russian. They all sound like that. <laughs> open up that pyramid. But Boris, open up the pyramid. See, it does sound like Jamaican. <laughs> Please, Russian people that chime into the show. Please don't bomb America like just because of this. Russian <laughs> mixed in. There's plenty of other reasons. Call me now for your it. free reading. <laughs> Call me now doing free readings in the pyramid. Call if you want this week's open, okay? Two four eight. Casey has all the answers for you. <laughs> What's in the Sphinx? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Lots of curses. It's yeah, the so whole curses. It's the whole Mars crew. <laughs> Coming to tear your ass up. I just feel the need to let everyone know that, yes, they are actually sober. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yes, I, I had a bottle of water. She's got some Mountain Dew. What makes them more fun? Just imagine me when I'm drinking. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. I have less filter on my mouth when I'm drinking. So that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, it went really quiet. <laughs> the air shut off. Oh, okay. Finally. <laughs> I was like, finally. <laughs> oh. I'm like, everyone was offended by the idea of you drinking. <laughs> Drops the mic. <laughs> <laughs> the record stops. Holly drinks. <laughs> I was just saying, like, could, <laughs> you guys are so funny and silly sober. Like, <laughs> <laughs> only intensified. Oh, yeah. Alcohol. 
<sighs> the best is when like we're laughing about something and then we go to tell somebody else and we can't because we're like, we know our own language. We're like, people like, are you speaking English? Because is that a language that does not make sense? Remember that time when we spoke Russian? Oh yeah, Russian. We have Italian. Oh my god! Coming up here for me. That's how it'll come out later when we're trying to. And you go to retell the story, and it's not even funny. And you're just like, oh shit, you had to be there. She so. always brings up this time that I, or this one time where I told a story about. I think it was about a squirrel. No, it was about a frog. A frog. Sorry. No, because I was you dying laughing. I couldn't tell the whole story. A major case of the giggles. It was at the house in Brownstown, the haunted house, um, <laughs> when it was like past the flashlight and you keep continuing the story. And you were talking about how these frogs jumped all over you. And then you just <laughs> screamed laughing. You were like, and then the frogs and the frogs. Ah! And you were on the floor like vibrating because you were laughing so hard. God, we were like, what, 10, 11? <laughs> yeah. That house was creepy. Yeah, that was definitely haunted. Yeah, because I like <laughs> my mom like provided. Yeah, this is the the year that my mom got brain cancer. But even my dad would hear things upstairs, and she called the cops once because she's like, "There's someone in up. There's someone upstairs," and I don't know who it is. And uh, the cops came, and I'm like, "Mom, I don't even hear anybody." She's like, "I do." And, uh, yeah, it was really creepy. And then the faucet r- would run by itself. I swear something grabbed my face in the middle of the night. I couldn't move. Maybe that was my first instance of sleep paralysis. I'm not sure. But. It always kind of had a weird. I mean, it was it was a bigger house. And the houses that you had been in before that were smaller. They were ranches. And this one wasn't. Not, not that that. But it was it was a larger house. And I think with larger houses, it also feels a little more, you know. But there was something about this house that had an that had an eerie vibe. Yeah. And uh, there was um, an ex of mine that lived around that. I think it was the same subdivision, right? Yeah. And he said that, didn't he say his friend bought that house? Because he asked if there was a punching yes, bag in the basement. that's what it was. And the punching bag would move on its own. Yeah. Yes. Now I remember that. It was the same house, wasn't it? Yeah. He said no one would be touching the punching bag, and all of a sudden it would be moving on its own, which is really creepy. Yep. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the same, the same house. Um, but <laughs> not that this has to do with ghosts, but I just remember that house a lot because that you had something I always wanted, which was a talk boy. And now that I think oh, about yeah. it, all talk boys are is just recorders that like change your voice. Yeah. And I was actually telling someone about the commercials. I'm like, do you remember the talk boy? And no one remembers a freaking talk boy. How do you not remember the talk boy? Oh yeah. Because the commercial was like, hi kids, we're home early. Yeah. It was like, hi kids, we're home early. Watch that's Mandela and- effect. That we only <laughs> yes. remember that commercial. So, I'm dying laughing because as a child, you're like, oh, my God, that's believable. I'm going to take my voice and I'm going to convince everybody that I'm like my parents. Even though it's just your voice slowed down. Yeah. And then when you think about it later, you're like, no, it's going to 
believe that. Well, it was invented because of what was it? Um, Home Alone. Oh, he yeah, had yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he did have that. Um, that's funny to think about now. Some of the um things that came out. I'm like, do you don't remember Talk Boy? Do you remember Talk Boy? The recorder from Home Alone? Uh, and you would speak into vaguely, it. It would slow down your voice. I didn't have one or anything. What? Like that. No one remembers this shit. Damn. Because <laughs> we didn't have them. I need to play the Talk Boy commercial, guys. Yep. This is sad. I'm about to post it on my Facebook. <laughs> Hi, kids. We're home early. Mm-hmm. It's like breaking up the, the babysitter. Yeah, no, I didn't have one of those. And the boyfriend from like making out on the couch and stuff. Yes, they're the, about to do the, the dip nasty. And her boyfriend. Um, I'm like, <laughs> your dad must be really wasted to sound like that. Like, dad, <laughs> <laughs> our kids were warmer. <laughs> <laughs> this one says this Top Boy commercial is probably not how you remember it. What? <laughs> what? I want to see this. Um. I don't need no more Amanda. Tiger Oliver Electronics shit. Talk Boy was the height of tech pranks in 1993. <laughs> After figuring um, prominently in the pilot of Home Alone 2, case was right, lost in New York, every kid required one in his uh, ceaseless quest to punk parents and siblings. The portable tape player let you slow down or speed up recordings and play them back instantly with hilarious results. Tiger made the fun, um, palpable. <laughs> with its TV commercials, but YouTube star Kasem G created a shot for shot extended version that gets a little, shall we say, out of hand. Yes. Well, let me play the initial. Wait, is this? No, no, that's extended. So we'll see what is. Talkboy tape recorder. Hey, stop drooling on me. Sorry. Speed control. Hi, kids. We're home early. <laughs> what the heck happened with my phone? Did it turn off? Yes. Oh, my gosh. No. Rude. <clears throat> Just rude. That was scary, though. Hard <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot. Now I, I got to see this extended version. Oh, my God. We gotta do this in like eight minutes. Why can't they make better batteries for foam? By the way, Come phones. On by the way, now, right. I mean, if a, we're being honest, we'd all charger? still run them down, but it would take us longer to do it. Is that an iPhone charger? No, that's a camera. I have an iPhone Sorry. charger. <laughs> it looks like an iPhone charger. Oh, it does. Yeah. Wow, this is like. I bought my extreme. My European adapters are. There's all kinds of badassery going on. I don't even know what's happening with that charger. It's like a space charger. You "Hmm." charge your rocket ship. (laughs) All right, talk. Pretty impressed. Um, yeah, because I also want to hear the extended one with the what's his name. Um, that they said talk boy or something. I'm I know he's like Kasem, but all I'm thinking is Casey Kasem. <laughs> right. That's what I was thinking, too. Oh, God, I'm glad I'm not alone with that. <laughs> oh, wait, there's a plug. No? Uh, it won't fit with oh. that camera there. We're having technical give difficulties. Give it a You can have lots of high-tech fun with Tiger's Talkboy tape recorder. Hey, stop drooling on me. 
ruling on me. That's when the dude was trying to make a move. My kids were home early. That sounds like your lesbian aunt or something. <laughs> no offense against lesbians, of course. But I like. I like that. There's a video <laughs> underneath saying the making of an alcoholic. There's a video underneath. Okay, what's this extended commercial? <laughs> is it Chris's life on film? Is Did that what it is? The case of G one. Let me. See. Uh, let me see. Uh, it should be yeah. Uh, you probably have to reload it or something. <laughs> Your phone shuts down. We're all leaving right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Spooky. You can have lots of high tech fun with Tiger's Talk Boy tape recorder. Hey, stop drooling on me. Oh, it's a different commercial. Hey, stop drooling on me. It even has speed control. Hi, kids. We're home early. <laughs> 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 With replaceable batteries, there's no end to the fun. Honey, what's wrong? There's someone in the house. Check the fuse. Why is this a horror movie all of a sudden? Talk boy to take care of anyone who gets in your way. Sweetie, come over here. Wait. Why didn't he just say that? <laughs> With 15 minutes of time, make your pranks in one second. Oh my god, Google my commercial. I just killed your mother and I'm going to kill you. Uh, only one can survive. <laughs> Sweet. Why is there blood on that? Why'd you Fuel your blood fixation. I need to get the sound. <laughs> Jeez. All right, I'm done with that. How the hell did this marketing ever work? <laughs> I mean, Park is I'm pretty sure everybody yeah. thought they were buying a box size like horror movie. I don't know. Stop drooling on me. <laughs> Come on, guys. Stop. Drew. Okay. <laughs> Just slow it down. I wonder whatever happened to my talk. It, I actually had the talk girl. I mean, it, all it was was pink. But yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if it broke or what, but like it's gone now. <laughs> the house claimed it. Really? Because yeah. if you have one of those out there, can you please record who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> and then send us the MP3 in slow mo. Please. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone speed. Please make the Russian accent and then put it real slow. Well, that's brisk, baby. <laughs> Who's your daddy? What does he do? You're getting better. That sounded less Jamaican. Thank you. Yeah, that's a lot more Russian. Just slow it down. Slow down your Jamaican. It sounds right. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <That was> it. <laughs>
Um, oh, oh, I'm getting the remix over here. My, my uh, headphones are cutting out. There. Now I can't hear anything. Are you sure it's your headphones? <laughs> yeah. Now I can hear. Now I can hear again. Okay. Here, here, in here, doubt, here, here, here. unplug and plug back in. There you go. Secret to technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> this is our producer, Jess. <laughs> just, just unplug it and plug it back in. Just uh, repower. Oh, man. It is 11 o'clock, guys. Oh, uh, uh, Jeremy's going to kill me if I don't mention this, but he has kill a... Him. Um... Kill him first. <laughs> <laughs> he has a, a event called the Drop-In Downriver. It is where they are actually um, sponsored with the Tony Hawk Foundation for the new skateboard um, park in Wyandotte. Oh, I didn't know there was one. Yeah. Um, there's a fundraiser on Friday. My phone died with the information of it. Uh-oh. <laughs> um. But it is Friday, and it is at. Can you look up real quick? Sorry, it's all right. So, because I he made me promise that I would talk about it. <laughs> Friday skate park. Why not? Um. Why am I not finding this thing? Google. Oh, he's gonna kill you. <laughs> uh, if you go to his Instagram, he said he posted um, oh. the. More technical difficulties, folks. <laughs> Hold on a sec, kids. <laughs> uh, no. One great till I gotta be great. Don't text me and talk. But it's um, I think there's a um, so there's fundraiser. I think there's raffles, uh, prizes. Um, there is a door fee that I believe is thirty five dollars, twenty five dollars. Uh, under River's Edge. No, I I think he posted on his own. What's his Instagram? Fast Eddie. Ah. J H. Uh. What's wrong with it? That's a great question. We can hear you. <laughs> ah, here he is. Does it say it? Okay. Uh, in a second. No, I'm trying to find it. I I put in the. Aha! I found it. What oh, are you doing this God. Friday? So June 14th. Uh, it is $35, goes from 7 p.m. to midnight with a DJ, 50-50 prizes, food. Uh, all the proceeds from this event go towards building a world-class skate park in Wyandotte, Michigan. Stress to, uh, excuse me, dress to unimpress. It is at the Biddle Hall, downtown Wyandotte. This is at 7 p.m., goes to midnight this Friday, $35. Wacky Tie Formal Fundraiser, again, DJ, 50-50 prizes, food. And this is at the Biddle Hall in Wyandotte this Friday. The number there is 734-757-9449. All the proceeds from this event go towards building a world-class skate park in Wyandotte, Michigan. It's nice because, you know, there's a mixture of not only adults but children as well. Um, It gives the community something, um, a positive outlet. And it's always good for children as well, like I said, because um, we need more things like that around the community. That bring people together. Right. Right. And keep, you know, keep kids and people off the streets. Right. Right. Give so, them something to focus on. Yeah. So. But. Uh, right, that's this Friday. Biddle Hall. 7 p.m. Goes to midnight. Do something fun. 
And like I said, Tony Hawk, uh, the foundation uh, supports it. So, um, which is always cool that, you know, local big right. time skateboarder. Supporting something yeah, local. standing behind it. That is so cool. So check it out. And uh, thanks for listening tonight. We're slap happy. Right. I'm tired. Time to go home. I have to use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm Casey. I'm Holly. And Joss. Thank you so much. Good night.